Hi, I'm Sadek. And I'm Christian. And this is episode 146 of Shades of Brown. Uh, this week, we got, I mean, we got more, uh, we got Google news and, uh, Microsoft news. We'll start with the Google stuff. Uh, Google had, a had their hardware event, uh, another one of them, I guess. Wait, we have they, to get it correct. They had a launch night in with Google that aired at 11 in the morning. Launch night in at 11 a.m. Okay. I mean, sure. Uh, all right. Cool. Thanks, Google. Uh, so, okay. So Google had their event. Uh, they launched uh, a few products, uh, or, or rather announced and launched. Uh, so there is a new, a uh, new Chromecast and there is a new Google Homes sequel called the Nest Audio. There is the Pixel 5 and the Pixel 4a 5G. So let's start from, start with the Chromecast, right? Let's start with the Chromecast. I, this is the thing I'm, I was most like, I was, I was like, I already pre-ordered this. Like, this is already pre-ordered. Uh, this is the new Chromecast. The product name is very bad. It's called Google Chromecast with Google TV 2020. Uh, it's not a good name. Like, why do they just, just leave it at Google Chromecast 2020? Cause like, there's already another know. Chromecast. You have to, so the difference is, you could still buy, I think it's twenty or thirty dollars. That only does 1080p, right? So, so can you still buy the 4K Chromecast? That's like the Ultra Chromecast. Is that the we'll, one? That, we'll that's... get to that in a minute. We'll get to that in a minute. Well, we we have to explain this product before I can bring out the product chart of Chromecast and various Google TV products. Oh my god! So, so this is this is a uh, this is specifically a Chromecast with Google TV as like as the name suggests. It it runs Google TV. It is. Uh, it has a remote, right? It, it, it has a remote and it, it is, it runs just like Google TV is basically like a skin of Android TV. Is that, is that what that is? That's why I get that right. Like it's just like a Google's, uh, version of Android, like Android, there's the Google version of Android TV. Uh, and it's like basically like us, like, one of those things like the competition, like, you know, Amazon Fire TV or Apple TV or Roku, it's basically, the Google equivalent of the, all those products, right? Like this is just, this is not just a Chromecast. Like you don't just, you don't just, it's not just a cast target. You can't, like it does run applications, right? It does run Netflix, YouTube, you know, all these other uh, streaming apps. So actually to, to make this clear, you know, they no longer have the Chromecast specific interface to this, right? This only runs apps. You actually can't do any of the phone stuff with this. Like uh, like screencasting and stuff like that, you cannot do that anymore, right? Like, From what I've seen, you can't do it because if you could, you'd be able to run Stadia on it because you can just cast Stadia to it. So this doesn't support Google Cast, although it runs Android TV with the Google TV layer on top of it, even though it is called the Chromecast. And you know, it's a quick sidebar. They they looked at Microsoft and Apple, and they thought to themselves, "Those naming conventions are not confusing at all. Why don't we do it?" <laughs> <laughs> it's called Chromecast with Google TV. Like, what does that even mean? But like, yeah, it's it's uh. So this this thing has a USB C port uh on it, right? Like it it con- it's, it's connected by USB C, right? Like the uh, so, and it is it needs it needs to be powered up. Uh, like it's not it's not like uh not like the older Chromecast where you can power it off uh the USB port on a on a TV, right? So if you have a setup where uh where you're like wall mounted the TV and you don't have cables running down to a power socket, well, I mean, or like uh, you don't want to run another cable behind the TV, like it's gonna be kind of awkward to run this. I guess like it's gonna be like you need to have at least like another socket just to plug this in uh which is which is not great I and also assume. you need to make sure that the cable's long enough right pieces so piece it's an i mean this is like I, I imagine i guess if you are someone who has a nice of nice enough of a home you're probably not using a chromecast and you're probably using like an apple tv or just a game console or something a little more high-end but you know, if you have like a wall mounted TV that's say like a couple feet off the ground, right? You'd want to make sure that you have a long enough USB C cable for this. So it just makes it work more complex because it is the power brick provides 7. Point watts of power. So, I mean, obviously a regular USB port like USB C, but PD can deliver that much. But TVs are not, TVs aren't shipping here with Thunderbolt, right? So they don't have like that kind of, those kind of ports on them. <laughs> they don't. No, no, no. They, uh, they do not. Uh, 
It uh, the, the, the remote, by the way, which has uh, uh like a little iPod circle thing, like the I, I I'm guessing that's to like like move around the interface, right? Yeah, it's a directional pad. It's actually this this remote is similar. So if you don't remember, throwback, I had a Nexus Player. Remember, this remote is similar to the Nexus Player one. Here, actually, quick, let me pull this up and send you a link to the Nexus Player remote. All right, I remember it was Nexus Player was one of the like Android OG, TV, yeah, Android, Android TV devices, right? Uh, so this remote has like other buttons, like it has a back button. It has, a, I'm assuming that's a Google Assistant button, right? Like that, that button with the uh, the uh, the three dots, uh, four dots. Uh, that's that's the Google Google Assistant. There's a home button. There is a, a mute button, and there is a YouTube button and a Netflix button, a power button, and I don't know what that last button is. What does that do? Is that exit exit out of an app? Is that what that does? Uh, like it looks like an exit button. Uh, I'm not sure what that icon is, but uh, but yeah, th- those are the those are the things. It's an input remote. button. It's an input button for HDMI CEC. So basically, if you hit that button, it'll automatically switch your TV's input to the Chromecast. Given that your TV supports um, CEC, which most modern TVs should support that yeah, nowadays. Yeah, and I, I assume there's two buttons on the side. I, it looks like there are two buttons, volume buttons, right? Okay, and and this is powered by uh, two double triple uh, A batteries. Okay, so just standard, you know, triple A batteries. Swap them in, swap them out. Uh, so I'm I'm pretty happy about this, right? I I've been looking for. Uh, so actually, uh, you, you need to explain what your current setup is for watching Netflix, because everyone needs to join me in shaming you for what you're using to oh watch Netflix. Absolutely. Okay, sure. Uh, uh, currently, everybody uses uses the Xbox One uh, for Netflix. Uh, that, that's what's happening. But the VCR model Xbox One with the external power brick, the original Xbox One, yes, the OG Xbox One, the Call of Duty edition. It looks like it's all gray and black. Uh, it, it, that's what most people use. Netflix, like the it's the Netflix device. Uh, we have a PS3 as well. It's 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 basically no longer used as much. So I'm planning on like just basically recycling that, like replacing that PS3, getting rid of that, getting rid of the Chromecast that we have right now. Chromecast is mostly used for casting YouTube. So getting rid of that Chromecast and replacing both of those with this, and basically replacing the Xbox One as well. But I'm not, I don't want to like throw that one away because it's still useful for other like playing games occasionally. So it's not like not only a media box, so so just have one console and one of like this basically this TV, which will do all the streaming stuff. If anything, um, for for the contributions to helping stop climate change with the energy reductions, your home theater setup is about to do. I thank you for unplugging a super power hungry PS3, super power hungry original Xbox. I mean, the, yeah, the Xbox One is probably the most power hungry thing in there, right? Like I would imagine it's the most. No, it's the PS3, thing. the OG, the launch PS3. I think it was three hundred watts. It's it's not the launch ps3 but it is like i don't like it it makes it's too loud uh the fans are very loud so i'm I'm planning like that one's gone uh xbox one stays for now um we will i assume we'll be there for a while and uh, get rid of the the existing chromecast that we have so we have just this so i'll just like like yeah i guess i'll free up like a hdmi port then like the, that way this is this, this, this so I, if i get rid of the ps3 that's only two HDMI ports being used. Uh, so that's, that's nice. Uh, I'm looking forward to this. It's, it's nice to have all of this streaming stuff into, into something that has a good remote, uh, and a decent interface, right? Like that's, that's all I want really. Like the, the YouTube button and the Netflix button are really like the biggest. It's, it sounds weird, but like those are the biggest features for me for this product specifically so that people don't have to fiddle with an interface. They can just, they can just switch the inputs or, or just press the input switch button and just, you know, press the YouTube or the Netflix button and it'll just, it'll just work, right? Like that's, that's the, that's the experience I'm looking for. And hopefully it looks like that's the experience I'm going to get. So I already pre-ordered that. It's going to, uh, they're shipping over here in, uh, October 15th. So shortly after that, I'll probably have those. So I'm looking forward to setting this up. And I also bought the, there's a new, since this is USB-C, there's a new Ethernet dongle. Uh, which actually it? it doesn't come in the box which is silly because the old Chromecast Ultra did it yeah, came the, with Chrome, it the box. Chromecast Ultra did I think uh, but I remember when I bought my mine is not a Chromecast Ultra I don't think and when I bought that it didn't have uh, the Ethernet adapter with I had to buy that one separately because I don't think the Chromecast 
adapter existed. It, I think it came out after my Chromecast. Yeah, no, it came out with the it came out the Chromecast Ultra. That was the first time you can. Well, I mean, obviously, you could buy a micro USB to power an Ethernet brick. Those exist on like Alibaba, but the official Google one came out with the Chromecast Ultra. I, I always, yeah, I just buy the Google one just just you know just so it works just without no issues, right? I just I just know it will work. Uh, and yeah, so that I bought bought this, I bought this, and and one of the Ethernet dongles. So we'll we'll which we'll unfortunately I guess for since to the sojourn of only you and no one else, literally only you is not gigabit Ethernet, but it is one hundred meg. It, it is not gigabit Ethernet, and honestly, yeah, I mean it's not the it's not great. Uh, really, in, in twenty twenty, it's it's really not. It's really shouldn't be. I don't even know why it's hundred megabit in in twenty twenty, but. Uh, it's, they're surely not going to be saving money on that at, at this point. Like, you can be eating that next surge is extremely cheap. cheap. Uh, but I don't know what, why. They're just saving a few cents at best. So, like, I, I don't know. Uh, why that's the case. Here's my weekly challenge to everyone listening to the show. If you can make a Chromecast max out over 100 megabit for any media source, right? If, you, if there's any media source that you can do that at me... If you use like your own Plex server, you can possibly do it. I don't know if it's possible. What like, video? It, what does Blu-ray even go above 100 megabit in terms of bitrate? Uh, most of them don't actually. I don't think most Blu-rays actually go over. It's like what is it, like 50, 70 megabits. I don't know actually what the average Blu-ray bit rates are, but it's not. I don't think it's above 100 for sure. I don't think it's above 100, even for 4K. I would maybe for 4 like the highest end 4K Blu-rays, but I don't know. Like to be honest, it's, you're probably not reaching that, and most people are not doing that most people are using streaming services right and where it's nowhere near be gonna be 100 megabits yeah, like for example youtube 4k is around 30 megabit stadia 4k is like 30 megabit dolby like netflix is probably less because it doesn't use vp9 right it uses h.265 for 4k so i mean like and when av1 rolls out right that's going to be higher quality and even like either the same like bit rate in terms of what's being over the network or even lower right. Right, so I'm like I'm not really annoyed, but it's it's just a minor thing. It's it's not really like I, I, it hurts I'm your really pride, mean. I guess more. <laughs> I, I literally, yeah, just I'll forget about it. It's fine. Uh, so yeah, I'm looking forward to this. Like it's actually, I like I, it's weird to me. I know people like uh, other people have talked about it. Is that Chromecast is like Google's most popular hardware product? I think like I don't think that's like. I don't even, I don't think I need to look up the stats or anything. Like, I think that's actually true, right? Like, Google, the Chromecast is just at the price point and at, at a useful, like, utility level that it just is uh, Google's most, like, just uh, most popular hardware product. Uh, maybe, maybe the Nest stuff is more popular slowly, but like, the Chromecast stuff is just like, I, I, like, they have been pretty solid so far. The Chromecast we have right now. It's been it's been going strong since like 2017. So you know that's that's it's good. Do you, have, do you have this? Do the Gen One Chromecast? It looks like the key, or do you have the second Gen One? I have the second Gen Chromecast. I did replace it because I have the first Gen One, and that one struggles. Like, like it can't do 60 frames per second video on YouTube, right? Like for example, before I got the Ultra, I like brought it out for because I had it in like somewhere in a box in my room. I brought it out to see how it was, and it would like choke playing a gamer's Nexus video because it was at like 1080p 60. It was dropping frames visibly. Yeah, the the, the OG Chromecast was, was was not the greatest, but uh, the execution, like the initial idea, was just solid. I think and they iterated on it pretty well. The Chromecast Ultra, the second gen Chromecast, like it's it's all it's all good. Like it's I've been using it for years. It just mostly works just fine. Like the only weird thing is sometimes like it disconnects if you're casting from your phone. It gets out of sync with what's the state is of the video, right? Like I think that's just a weird app networking problem. I don't think that's the Chromecast's fault. Uh but yes, that's the Google Chromecast with Google TV. Well, actually, no, we have a couple things. We have a couple more things. We got we gotta bring up the F word fragmentation so this is i mean firstly this does this is a google this is a google chromecast that does not run google cast so you actually can't do the thing where you press the button and hit cast to screen and do that with this chromecast because it does not run the google cast software while other android tvs also have google cast on them and uh, wait what excuse me wait hold on hold on hold on yeah you have to you, use you, a remote, you're telling you me it's not a, it, you, you tell me it doesn't act as a cast target 
So in YouTube, you could probably use it as like a remote because YouTube has a different YouTube has Google Cast, but also has a different no, protocol. No, surely not. This I I think I think you. I'm fairly sure this is a Castor. Like that would be it is, absurd if, it, if it's not a Castor. Then how come Stadia doesn't work on it? P Stadia works with anything because that Stadia runs cast. requires probably some special things. Like I, I, I no no. This is from the Stadia subreddit. You can't pick it as a cast target, even in other apps too. You have to use the apps. Okay. You can't do the thing where you run it in like where you just. Pr- I mean, I imagine for like YouTube. So they does, probably does this mean it. that I'm not saving an Ethernet, not saving a HDMI port? Like, do I need the, the Chromecast as well? Like, that seems kind of silly. I, uh, I mean, it's it. See, this is the thing because this runs Android TV, but it doesn't run full Android TV. It runs a special top layer on top of Android TV called Google TV, which at the moment might be coming to other Android TV devices, but this UI is completely proprietary to this Chromecast, which questionably doesn't run Google Cast. Doesn't have a cast target, doesn't act, cannot act as a cast target. That seems like a questionable decision. Uh, I, I am not, I'm not like, if that is actually true, and then I'm not, I'm not a huge fan of that because I was planning on just replacing both the PS3 and the Chromecast. Actually, it's okay. So wait, I'm checking here. So maybe, maybe I might be wrong. Maybe state, maybe it's some things will work with it because from what I've seen in the stadium, so you can't put it into cast mode, I guess is the way, cause I'm looking actually, I'm double checking some, the post on stadia subreddit. No, but that's different from it being a cast target, right? Like it's, it's, if it runs like the cast SDK or whatever, right, it can be a cast target without being... Okay, yes, okay, like, so I'm looking at... This is what it is. So basically, what is it this one is? You can't have it in like that... In the, basically, the home screen, right, of the, of the Chromecast piece. The other Android TVs do that. The other Android TVs, like a Sony one, you can actually do that where you have it on that screen. But this one can have things cast to do it, except Stadia. But this UI is still proprietary to this device. And once again, we, we all need to laugh now collectively at Google. Because... Let's let's let me let's let's iterate what 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 happened here. So, they announced the new Chromecast, which is 4K. This Chromecast will not run Stadia until next year, middle of 2021, is the expected ship date for Stadia on this. The reason being, Google Stadia right now does not have a full Android TV app. The app will run if you force sideload it onto Android TV, but the UI is not done. And since so this has this runs some neuter version of cast. This isn't the full cast because if it was running full Google Cast, you could put Stadia on it and just cast it to there, but you can't with this device. So no Stadia at all. X Cloud Xbox Games Pass actually runs pretty well. You can download from the App Store and it runs kind of well on this, which is hilarious. But um, even better, like Google now renamed Google Play Movies and Music TV. It's just Google TV, but it's not the same as Google TV that runs on Android TV on the new Chromecast or Google TV. It's just an app per the Verge headline in our show notes. So basically, I think the way to look at, look at this before we hop to the next topic is this is like a Fire TV, Fire Stick replacement, Roku replacement, which is fine. It is, it is just the most Google thing ever that you can't run Stadia on it. Yeah, I mean, I know that. I don't know. Naming thing is whatever. Like, I don't. As long as what it, as it does what it says it does, I, I don't really care uh, about the na- what what google thinks is the name yeah. but they are not they discontinued the old chromecast ultra except except for if you buy the stadia premiere edition which right, still ships with the is. with well, old chromecast it, ultra I mean, because that's the only way you can run it on the tv right now because it will not run on the base chromecast yeah so that's uh that's uh that's just uh this just bad science with stadia i guess i'm like uh, i mean that's that's what that is uh, i'm not surprised that it's it's the stadia is not is taking the back back seat it's just it's it's like how did they not see this being a problem right i mean they know this is a problem they decided to go ahead with it anyway like i don't think people at google or the project managers or whatever are are idiots i think they saw what the limitations or what saw the, what the timelines are and they just decided yeah we are going to ship without stadia support because stadia is not ready and we will we have to ship this product it's now. just it's just funny though that they didn't like at least try to get full cast functionality on it so you could at least cast stadia to it right i know i know it's just i guess some projects like something just didn't line up and they were like okay we gotta launch it so we're gonna launch it without that it will it will i'm presuming it'll probably avail well like Full cast support is probably going to be available later. Probably seems like a thing that they probably just release in an update or whatever. You know, like they just want to like launch this as it is right now. And also that this is uh, I didn't I didn't mention this is not like something I'm doing, but like it also is launching with a Netflix deal, right? Like you can buy this with like a year of Netflix, right? Like you can 
bun- there's a bundle. Like you can buy this and ne- like a year of Netflix, right? So six like months certain- in the US. Is it a year in Canada? Oh, six it's six months I, I don't in think the US. I don't think it's six I think it's six months uh, over here as well. But yeah, you can buy it's like a bundle, like which is like that's quite the deal for Netflix, really, to be or honest. Or also like, if you sign up for YouTube TV for a month, they give this to you for free. Ah. Uh, because a month yeah, of YouTube TV is sixty dollars. I, I don't think YouTube TV exists in Canada. No, this is only uh, in the US. YouTube TV is only in the US. Yeah, yeah. YouTube TV doesn't exist here. Uh, I mean, it would be nice if it did, but like it doesn't. I mean, is it is it really nice to pay sixty seventy bucks for like cable channels? Like, I mean, I mean, no, like, no, actually, me, I, I, I take that back. It's it's not. That's not good. And that's I prefer to I, I prefer to pay streaming services separately you know like uh, as a like if i can cancel whatever i want you know like like that kind of thing not an a la carte sort of bundle sort of thing i don't I'm not a, like i'm not a, i have we haven't had cable in this household for for a long time uh so so that's that's not what that that's not good so let's like what else is what else is like google announces two more i guess three more products um the google home sequel uh the nest audio it is uh a smart speaker uh, for hundred US dollars, and to be honest, it looks kind of nice. Like the like it looks the, nicer uh, than the Amazon Orb. I like this design better. <laughs> well, well, like what is this? It looks like a little like a pill box, or I don't know. Like it looks like a. It's kind of I don't know what else. What what is it like? Actually, like it's cloth, right? Like it's like a cloth material. Yeah, but like the like, design of this, it looks like. So this is going to be a very specific reference that only people who grew up in Western Massachusetts might know. But it kind of looks like like some people have like those fake shrines at their house. And I'm not talking about anime girl shrines, right? But I'm just talking about regular shrines that have like those really silly live, laugh, love posters and horrible calligraphy, right? And then below it might have a fake water fountain with like those smooth pebbles. And when I look at that, it reminds me of this. It's just It reminds me of of a house in the middle of like western massachusetts i don't know why it takes me there maybe i'm just homesick but i like the design <laughs> no, of this fair. yeah so so this is like i guess the home pod equivalent right or like what else like amazon no, they echo. have the it's the echo because they, they have a google home max or nest home max which is bigger and that's like the home pod equivalent oh oh i actually didn't i actually don't know about this like series of products but like and this looks fine. Like it looks, it's just like a smart speaker. I'm not like particularly like. There's not much to talk about it. Uh, like it's it has it comes in a bunch of colors, right? It has uh this green, pink, blue, uh, white, and black colors. So you know, it looks looks pretty nice. Uh, yeah, that that's is that just a speaker, bro? I I don't know what I don't know what else to say about it. It's a, it, well, I mean, it's I think it's like with these, there's. These devices, A, because you're bringing a microphone, that's why I was listening, right, into your home. So you always have that choice to make. And then also, too, it's also like, what is your phone, right? Like, I guess if you have a bunch of Amazon stuff, um, and if you don't like unions, then yeah, you can also get the Alexa devices. But also, to your right, if you have, like, say, like, Pixel devices, this probably works better with them. Especially if you have a Chromecast, right? Because you can be like, okay, Google Play. Right. Or if you use, if you use YouTube... If you use YouTube Music or something, right? Like, well, no, you can uh, get Spotify and others. This one isn't like the HomePod. There's no defaults. I think you can get Apple Music for Android to work with this. But, um, but basically, right, if you have like the Chromecast, right, you can be like, okay, Google, play Love Live on Funimation and get the new new episode of that new Love Live show, right? And then it'll play it on the Chromecast. Um, whereas I think with the Alexas, you, I think you have to have a Fire TV to have that work, right? So basically this product is worthless on its own unless you have other devices that work with it and then for that it'll work fine and this looks nice and is not like a scary thing to have in your home no no it doesn't it does it, it is it looks like a household product uh which is which maybe you know think about the the privacy concerns it, it's kind of a little this little dystopian and uh, they look like just normal household products uh you know, just just something to think about. I mean, at least it's not a drone that flies around. <laughs> no, uh, that's 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 it's it's not a drone. I'll, I'll give Google that they didn't they didn't fuck this one up that much. Um, so the, the so the new phones, I, I imagine a lot of people are going to be excited for this. Uh, certain people are definitely not excited for reasons we'll make fun of shortly. But uh, let's talk about uh, the Pixel Pixel Five. This is. 700 US dollars. I would imagine this is going to be like a thousand Canadian. No, no, no. It's uh, cheaper in Canada. Oh, is it now? 
It's, Remember, oh, right, right, it's right, cheaper right, right, in Canada, right? right. right? <laughs> I've told you this four times. It's actually far. Actually, I'll pull up, let me pull up the Google store in Canada to give you the right price. I'm so I'm so used I'm so used to it being more expensive over here that I'm, I just keep thinking it's more expensive, but it's not. Uh, so the Pixel Five. Let me actually look up the price. Uh, it's it is is it is it six ninety nine here? It is six ninety nine. No, this is the this is not the this is the American website. Google, please. Uh, but yes, uh, I'm already pulling up. I'm pulling up the Canada price. So I got Canada right here. It's Jesus. This website's really not performant. Seven ninety nine Canadian. That's pretty good. Like that's like a pretty good uh, on the like it's actually cheaper than the exchange rate. I think. Yeah, that's that's really like you know. That's 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 surprisingly good. Like I, I didn't expect it. To, oh, it's because of the five G modems, right? Let's talk about the specs first, then we'll get into the five G modems. So, uh, six inch, ten eighty p OLED panel. So it's two three forty by ten eighty, right? Uh, so it's like a nineteen point five to nine aspect ratio, which is kind of a weird aspect ratio, but you know whatever. Uh, Ninety hertz refresh rate. Uh, the whole punch selfie camera. Uh, there is no motion sense camera, so like the top bezel is just like uh, not like not it's just edge to edge now, and like eight GBs of RAM, uh, hundred twenty gig, eight gigs of internal storage, forty eighty milliamp hour battery, IP sixty eight waterproofing, eight in watt uh, USB C charging, uh, and on the five G front, the Pixel five will uh, support both. Sub six gigahertz and millimeter wave five G in the US uh, only in the, in the US. US. So millimeter wave five G is the one in the US, right? Like is yeah, that the one that yeah, okay, everywhere okay. else has the regular five G, and the millimeter waves only in the US models of the phone. Okay, so that's is that why that's why the US models are more expensive, right? Because you sh- the the chip like you have to pay Qualcomm extra, so that's why it costs more. Uh, on, okay, so so. First, like, what 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 do you what do we think about like this this hardware and this this release like this release of the Pixel? Definitely better. I feel like it's definitely better than the last iteration of the like the flagship Pixel phone. Like, it's 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 a much better get for the for the price point that this is at. Right, like, uh, I would say. So I think I think with this phone, they they hit the right points for the price right like for example this phone has an aluminum back no glass back it has it has the right choice of like cameras and sensors because even though even though um as, as we'll probably crack on the google pixel subreddit for in a moment some people are upset that it doesn't have like the squeezable gestures on the side it doesn't have the solely chip where you can um do hand motions in front of your phone and expect it to beat back at you. It doesn't have face unlock. I would argue that to get the phone down to this price is not, those are not bad things to give up. He's basically, as we talked about the 4A, right? As we talked about the 4A, what do you need in a phone? You need a fair amount of RAM, fast processor, right? A good enough processor and a great battery life and a screen that isn't trash. And once again, when you go from like, especially on a six inch phone, right? Like the, this is similar ish to the resolution of the iPhone 11 pro that I have. Right. And guess what? When you go from 1080 P to 1440 P to even pushing near 4k, right on a six inch screen, you were just wasting CPU cycles. You're just wasting battery. Yeah. Wasting CPU power or GPU power rather, rather, and just wasting battery life. Right. Like why just, why would you do that? Like it's like, for example, right. Samsung phones don't run at native res. Samsung phones, it's either you get high refresh rate and 1080p or you get full resolution at 60 hertz. And they ship at lower resolution. I think it may be 1440p for the note, but it's lower resolution, higher refresh than it is full resolution because it doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah, the higher refresh rate matters more than the resolution, right? Like having a higher refresh rate makes the UI smoother, right? Like, like makes it feel more responsive and whatnot. Like that's more important than upping the, upping the resolution, right? So this is like a 90 Hertz, 
uh, display. So, you know, I, I don't know if that's like adaptive or whatever. Like that's I don't believe it's adaptive. I think if it's like it'll drop for me like 90 to 60 and that's it. I don't think it goes like variable rate by each by one hertz. Okay. Okay. That's that, that's fine. It's uh, also I should mention this is the Snapdragon. It has a Snapdragon 765G, which is not the uh, it's uh, Snapdragon 865 or 865 Plus, right? Right. So it is it is not it is not going to be using the 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 what is quote unquote flagship Qualcomm chip which is an interesting like that's why i think this is this is at the price it is right they don't have to use the highest end uh, the most expensive of the Qualcomm chips this year right but it's also a benefit for battery life right because this chip specifically this one and none of the um 8x series this year have an integrated 5g modem so this has integrated 5g on the soc which means you get battery savings that you're not powering a separate radio it's built into the regular radio antennas and assortment on there and exactly and this this i feel like they're focusing on battery life for real this year and like we will see when the reviews come out for sure but like the 40 80 milliamp hour battery is just like a what is like a thousand milliamp hour upgrade the pixel 4 had a 2800 milliamp hour battery Holy shit! So that's like two thousand milliamp hour, like uh, like that's almost double in a smaller body. Oh, that's that's like now that is the thing. I'm like, yeah, that's. I'm glad that they're focusing on battery life because really, real talk, like battery life is the thing I care about these days more than anything else. Like even the camera, like I don't care as care about the camera is anymore. Like I just really care about the battery life, and like from this. Looking at this, like when I so I, if I'll be shocked if this thing doesn't have like a good, but like good battery life reviews when when this like reviews actually come out, like it's it is like it, it's set up for like it has all the right things to be have to have good battery life. So so that's 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 good and like it has it is still using the same camera sensor. And so some people are gonna be like, why are they not upgrading the camera sensor? I'm just like it's fine. Right, like it's not like it's a bad camera sensor. I don't, I don't like they innovate on the on the software processing side, right? Like Google's Google's focus has always been like our image processing is you know like the magic stuff, right? Like that's what makes our photo like our camera like really really good, right? Like that's what makes the Pixel stand out is that their processing is is what like their their machine learning or whatever else like it's that's what makes them. Yeah, and even if they're using the same camera, right? There's other parts that have changed, of course, right? So they don't have the Pixel Neural Core, Pixel Natural Core, whatever it's called. It's the basically the dedicated ISP chip that they had on their prior devices. Because um, the reason I've seen going around is that the this year's Qualcomm chips include enough features on the dedicated ISP on the actual Qualcomm side that they don't need a separate chip, right? And so the A reduces costs. Also, using the same camera module that reduces costs, and if you can get good or better results out of the same hardware why not use that because remember they also focused on and this is something great to see the reviews but pixel video quality has been trash right so they said a big focus for this year was improving photos where they can but also getting video to be better right and the camera's already great on last year's four and so if they can also get good video then you have something that's actually comparable to an you know to an yeah, iphone that's yeah, I'm, I'm hoping this one is actually good because it feels like Google has last couple iterations or last the last flagship iteration was not not good at all. Like it, it didn't review well. Uh, reviewers were like, oh, the, "These gimmicks are not like worth the price, right?" Like the Soli sensor and like this fucking active edge feature, which I, I still don't understand why people are mad about. So I think we need to explain this joke. So basically, I was so I hate browse subreddits sometimes. See, you know, for fun, and I saw a bunch of posts. I think we're playing Apex. I saw a bunch of posts. People are like, this pixel doesn't have active edge. I can never use it. And I think me and you spent a good five, ten minutes being like, wait, what the fuck's active edge? And then I like I Googled it, I looked it up, and I'm like, it's the feature where you can squeeze it and things happen. And I mean, given I listen, I don't use Android, so I don't know. But if you if you love squeezing your phone and expecting quick actions to happen, please at me at a packet at 10 forward.social. I would have loved to hear why why squeezing your phone. Yeah, why you think that's why you think that's a f- like I I really I am just like that's not a feature that I'm like, oh wow, that's that's like a cool gimmick or a cool feature. Like I I'm not like that's that's not it, bro. That's, I feel like everything it. in my life has trained me to never squeeze computers hard because bad things will happen. <laughs> Exactly. 
Exactly. Like, like I, I will never do that. Even if it exists on a phone, I would never do that because I'd be like, I'm going to damage the hardware somehow. Like it's like, even though it's probably not, probably not true. It has a tolerances built for it, but like, I, I would still be like, I do, I do not want to squeeze this expensive electronic device. Like I do not want to do that. Uh, so I, I just don't understand. I guess, I, I, I guess some people are just different. I, people, some prefer that sort of interaction model with their phone. I, I like people, it's, that's how, that's how it goes. Also, we have to talk about the fact, too, that this has a metal back, but can also do wireless charging. Right, which wireless, wireless charging, which is uh, interesting. People are like, how is it doing that? And apparently there is a, there's like a coil, like, it's like partway, like, uh, where is it? Like in the middle of the phone? So basically how it, how, what, how Google described it is that they have, um, it's metal for the majority, and then they have plastic cutouts in the, in the middle of the back, and then they have like a resin sort of like, um, painted over it, right? So it feels smooth to you, right? You don't feel the seams there. And some people have been, I've seen some Twitter posts being like, oh, this might be less durable. And I'm like, compared to what? <laughs> compared to a glass back? Cause if anything, I, just from like a pure repairability aspect for an environmental perspective, right? For so many different perspectives, phones should stop having glass backs. Like we should, metal backs should come back because like if I had a phone with a metal back, I would not have to buy cases for it, right? Because I'd be, I'd feel more like I scuff up a metal back. Oh, what? Right. The phone's not broken. Whereas if I crack the back on a phone, then you have bigger problems, right? And I feel like just, just for like how more friendly it is to people buying phones, that all metal designs should really start to come back. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I like, I, I'm not a fan of glass packs. I'll be honest. Like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a huge fan of it because it's like if you, if you're going to use it without a case and you, you drop it in the wrong way and it's going to just crack the glass and, Repairing the glass is not it's not it's not great because these usually these glass backs are like fused to the back, which means that you just replace the whole phone basically. Yeah, it's like five hundred dollar repairs on like the iPhone side, right? And then like on Samsung side, I think it's a little bit cheaper, but you're still paying hundreds of dollars to get a back replaced, right? When it could have been designed to not have a glass back. And so you know what? Like I Rick also, right, the guy who runs Google's hardware division, I'm pretty sure this is like kind of a BS marketing statement, right? But he did say to reporters that no one needs a $1,000 phone this year. And you know what? I agree with that. No one needs a $1,000 phone this year. And I I kind of want to get one of these. I'm not going to, though, because I, I I can't switch to Android, but... Yeah, I, I, I'm not, but... I. No, I, I I'm not, but like I, it's 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 appealing. Like I could recommend it to people, right? Like this and the Pixel 4a, right? Like it, I can indeed recommend it, recommend them rather to to people who want to like I want to I want a good Android phone. And I'm like, okay, cool. So we're like, which region are you, and can you get the can you get the Pixel 4a or the Pixel 5? Like, what what is your budget, right? Like that that's like if you if you're in the if you're the lower end, like Pixel 4a, you know, stuff like that. Like there is options, and the options are good. Uh, on the Pixel side, which is which is a good sign for Google's hardware division, I think it's been, it's, it was a rough year for them uh, the last couple or so. Like it's it's it's, been, it's it's good to see some improvement on this on this front. Uh, there is the Pixel Four A five G, which I do not like. I I don't know why this exists, bro. Carry your I know partners. why this carry your carry. Like that. yeah, I, I I don't want to speak more of it. Until, until, it just has a five G. It just has a 5G modem. Like it no, has, it has a bigger the... screen. So this one, it's this is this is not the Pixel 4a with just 5G. This is the Pixel 4a body with a 6.2 inch screen, which is bigger than the Pixel 5 screen. I believe it has the same camera. Let me I'm pull this up. It, it, it's it's weird. This is like a weird stepchild of of both of them. Oh yeah, it has the same back camera, right? It has the two lenses of the Pixel 5. But also has the headphone jack of the of a Pixel Four A. Yeah, and it's really weird. And also, like the availability is really weird. Like it's launching October fifteenth in Japan, uh, and rest like Australia, Canada, France, Germany, and the rest it's, in the United States is going to be in November, right? Like so, like it's it's like a kind of a weird release schedule as well. Like it's, it's uh, it also has a Snapdragon seven thirty. There's actually no. Oh, I'm a no. No, this has a 765. It has the same processor as a five. As a five, yeah. So, so why would like I? I don't like this is like a middle, right? Between the Pixel Four A and the Pixel Five, right? It's just like if you really want five G, but you don't want to buy 
the Pixel 5, I it's doesn't like I mean it's two hundred dollars difference, right? Like, uh, and it's like I don't know. Like, it seems like a weird product. I, I think for like for five hundred, it actually isn't bad, right? But it's it's weird in terms of where it sits in the lineup. But on its own, what you get for five hundred, I'm not really complaining about it. Right? And also, some people I think will care about the headphone jack more than others. Uh, that's that's the thing I think people care about. Uh, like headphone jacks is definitely like a thing. People are like, oh, if I if it doesn't have a headphone jack, I'm not buying a phone. Well, no, definitely, no one wants to play Love Life School Idol Festival All Stars Club on um a on, on Bluetooth headphones. Trust me, I played it on the AirPods before. Not a great no, time. no. You got you gotta get the gotta get the latency down, bro. Like that's that's not it. This, you can't have the Bluetooth latency when you're playing your fucking anime video game. Um, <laughs> I'm not dunking on anybody who plays anime video games, by the way. That was just... Uh, um, if I had a little more time, I could make like a Genshin Impact's latency joke here, but I can't think of anything clever. Oh, my God. <laughs> so so the, the Verizon version of this also is $100 more expensive. And now that becomes a problem where it's like, it's so close to the Pixel 5, right? Like, I don't understand why anybody... Like, it's that... If, if, it's, if it's $100 more expensive, it's it's getting up there with with the pixel five uh so i i i, I don't know like it's it's not not a great time oh 5g 5g is being 5g rollout is, is still great i i still don't care about 5g but you know uh we'll like this is still not the generation where uh we care about 5g i think in a couple more years it'll become like widespread enough that we don't have to worry about this show, sort of like carrier shenanigans and special versions of phones with uh, different modems and whatnot. Like it's it's just like the 4G launch all over again, right? Like the LTE of 4G days, like the early days of LG. Like like it's like just weird radio shit going on. Like just wait. Like if you if you are in the market for 5G phones, I don't know. I, I, I like if you unless you're an early adopter or something, I don't know. You're very excited about 5G. Just 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 don't make it your like major like like if the phone you get has 5g cool right but don't buy a phone just because it has 5g yeah just don't just be about yeah like if you're buying a new phone like you're buying a pixel 5 and like you get the 5g that's fine but like if you just don't make it like your like purchasing decision like the decider right like it's it's not it's not really it's not really ready i don't think quite yet, uh coverage wise and like just in general uh so the microsoft news uh there isn't as much to talk about i think we we will go over the a cup this one new product and uh, an update. Uh, this is the first one. This was the Surface Laptop Go. Uh, this is like the I guess this is the lowest end Surface now. No, the tablet uh, is. So so this is the lowest end Surface that isn't a tablet, right? The lowest end laptop they make. Okay, so this is the lowest end Surface laptop. Fast five hundred and forty nine US dollars. Um, I'm not a. I mean, it's. I don't like the eMMC storage. I'm just gonna like I'm gonna get into the other specs, but the first things first. I feel like the storage is important when you're buying a laptop. Uh, I think I'm pretty sure that actually it is pretty important. Like eMMC is, I'm just saying it's not good. Like it's 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 not a good choice of storage hardware. Uh, And this is like what is like a base. Like, is it like the, are these like these Intel processors, like 10 gen Intel processors? Are these like, these are real. These are real Core i5s. These are not. So yeah, no, no. This, this laptop for $500 is a real Core i5, right? Like this is not, this is a last gen processor, right? But this is not like a down binned, down clocked anything, right? Like this is a legit, just mobile Core i5. Not a not a U series chip, right? Like one of the under the underpowered chips. Yeah, no, not, not that. Or... Yeah, it's just, it's a, it's a regular Core i5. Uh, and and like, does this like have active cooling? Like, does it have fans? Like, I don't know if this thing needs fan. Probably does need fans, right? Like, I don't know if it has. Fans, I mean, it, but- I mean, it, it the other Surface laptop does. There is no fanless Surface laptop design. It's just the tablets that are fanless. Okay, cool. So the one thing that I will say is it it is it it starts at four gigabytes of RAM and sixty four gigabytes of eMMC storage, bro. I. At this price, it's I I don't know, bro. Four GB is just I I'm, I'm I, I cannot in good conscience recommend anybody buy a PC with four GB of RAM in twenty twenty. Like my listen, I would argue. So I would argue that this base model is meant for education. An education is basically just a browser and Windows Store versions of the Office apps. And in that case, that's fine. Storage EMMC is too slow, I think. But 
There's a saving grace with this is that this, like the other Surface laptop, you can swap out the storage. So like the play would probably be on on like if say like if I was ever going to buy one of these, which I kind of want to because I we got to talk about a design. That's like it's like a smaller version of the Surface laptop and it looks good. It looks like a nice laptop. It probably is going to have a good screen because Microsoft usually gets great um, displays in their computers, even though if this one's a little lower resolution, like that's fine. But um, but like you can the play, I feel like for this would be to just buy the one with maybe eight gigabytes of RAM and just and and get a different SSD and pop it. in. There. Yeah, yeah. And to get the SSD, it get, I mean, the 699 8GB model actually comes with a proper SSD instead of a EMMC. Uh, like the higher end, like the two higher end SKUs come with an SSD, and only the lower stand SKU comes with the 64 gigs of uh, EMMC. So I feel like this is one of those products where I, I cannot recommend the base model unless you're really price conscious. So that's every like, surface, right? I don't think there's a yeah. single surface that yeah. anyone this should buy the base been, model this, for. This has been the case if you go back and listen to our episodes on surface products, is that I always am like, I can't recommend the base model. Like the base model is just there, but like, it's it's really not the one that they wanted to buy. Like it's not a good model. Like I cannot, in good conscience, recommend go buy EMMC storage laptops. Like I, I really don't. Unless you're like really, really price conscious, and it's not like you like if yeah, if it's like a thing where you don't really care about the storage quality that much. Like yeah, sure, but or like, if you're gonna upgrade it yourself, right? Like for example, let's say this is probably more pertinent to our audience. You want a cute Linux laptop. You just buy this. Four gigs of RAM, not a problem on Linux. I think on Windows too, if you only use a browser and some Windows store apps, you're not going to run problems. But obviously, throw Discord on this and Discord's going to make this cry because we don't need to get into Electron. But let's say you're going to put, um, what do the kids use? PC Linux Man OS, right? The hottest Linux distro out there. What you do is you buy the four gig model, right? Because you're using DWM anyways, right? Um, and you're using a CLI client for Mumble. So, you know, gang stuff. But you you pop out the SSD and just put in a faster M.2 drive, and you get yourself a pretty nice machine for fairly cheap. It, you get a nice Linux machine, uh, and I just yeah the EMC storage is still not great, but yeah that's that's like yeah you got you can replace it if you're if you if you're savvy enough for that. Yeah, just for like people who are just buying a laptop, I can't I can't in good conscience be like you should get this one, uh, like and not the base model anyway. Just if you get the eight gig model. But the uh, the yeah, just get the eight gig model. Uh, there are some accessories as well, right? There's a there's a keyboard, uh, seventy dollar designer compact keyboard. Uh, it looks fine. Uh, there's a number pad. <laughs> this is, you know, no 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 no. You 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 don't understand. People people love the separate number pads, bro. They live for it. Oh, do they? Okay. I thought people just buy keyboards with number pads like together. No, not, th- like, think separately. about it like this. All right. So here's the setup. You have, you live in Excel all day. I know people like a prior drop who did this. They have a mouse like for the left hand. They have a keyboard in the middle. And then for the right hand exclusively off to the side is the number pad because you're doing number stuff all day. Oh, uh, I see. All right. I mean, that's cool. Uh, like, I, I guess that's, that's nice. Nice to have that kind of accessory, I guess. Uh, there's a like a $70 4K wireless display adapter oh that's for like projecting the screen right like that's yeah i think that's over wi-fi direct i think it was the last service laptop is that the miracast or wi-fi direct that it, you use it yeah um, like I, yeah miracast yeah i think that's the protocol that that uses i don't know how many people actually use that sort of projecting the screen over wi-fi direct but you know that, that's i think it's more thing. for like business uses like for having a conference yeah for room. sure it, it seems like yeah it seems like sort of like a niche use case but yeah uh, so that's the that's the uh, laptop. There are there is a update to the Surface Pro X. Uh, is this the is this the is this the tablet with the, the highest end tablet? Is this the one or is this like no? The- this is the one with the ARM chip in it. So it has a new it has this year's it has a new SQ2 processor based off of um, this year's Qualcomm um, eight sixty five chip, I believe. So obviously it's a higher clock, you know, a little faster one, and I no no five G on this, right? No five G. That's the, this is the variant without the five G, right? Uh, Microsoft made the right choice and said, let's not upcharge for five G. Microsoft made let's not, let's not, yeah. And what is there anything else other than the chipset upgrade? Is there like a, a, a new color? New color, new color. and also um, 
there is now support for x86 properly to be emulated on ARM. Because remember last year, Windows on ARM could only run 32-bit apps, but now full 64-bit emulation is coming over. Uh, so now you get 64, 64-bit. Uh, that's that's pretty cool, actually. That's that's. I'd be curious to see what sort of performance you get out of that. Like uh, like especially with like uh, like heavier uh, applications, like I don't know, like Photoshop or whatever, right? Like like what sort of is there like some penalty that you play? I mean, it's emulation, so you're paying some penalty. But like, I don't know, is is it good enough? Like stuff like that. Uh, yeah, it looks it looks looks fine. I still like I I'm not a big fan of the Surface Pro designing. Like I like I tried it, it didn't work for me. So I, like I'm always like, yeah, the Surface Pro is cool, but it's just not for me. This uh, is this is the computer I should own, but I don't because it doesn't because it, it's it's this is this is like the Surface Pro X. Like real talk. Like if I. It, actually, I would argue if Windows was better, if Windows wasn't garbage and, and gross to use, I would use this. Be but but because Windows is poorly designed, and at this point, like even KDE looks is is more consistent and nicer than Windows. I don't want to use it. But um, if if Windows was nice, right? Like if this ran Windows 10X, I'd probably be like, mm, maybe. Oh my. Yeah, I mean, Windows is not the problem with this. It's just the form factor. Uh, it's not just it's quite work for me. Oh no, 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 no! It doesn't work for you because you you actually like doing sensible things with your computers. I want the smallest computer possible and the smallest form factor possible, right? Um, that's 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 fair. Uh, it does look nice. I mean, it, I, I'll give it. Microsoft always like this. This is like their hardware design is is always very nice. Like lots um, of drip, lots of drip with these. Lots two. of drip, very nice looking, very cool, like very nice colors, nice but hardware design, just just all around, like you know, good, nice looking hardware. Uh, one last thing before we wrap up, uh, Xbox Series X uh, hands on stuff has been happening over the past week or so. Uh, there was uh, like a few video, I guess a lot of YouTubers and like uh, people like who review this stuff uh, did some. Uh, back compatibility performance testing, right? Yeah, because like, Microsoft uh, is just sending yeah. out u- units now, working yeah, like, units. Yeah, review, review like, not review units, but like like these are like prototype units. They're calling this like they look. They are prototype units, right? Well, they're, they're like, almost quote, unquote, final unquote, units. I guess almost final. Calling. I mean, they're pretty much like I don't think these, they're going to change that much from now till uh, November. Uh, so like, yeah, pretty much, uh, pretty much final units. But like, so what's what's like the, like 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 the general vibe that we're getting from these like yeah the performance is actually better across all these all these games that are like all these old games from like the last last couple of generations right uh like xbox xbox one games uh xbox 360 games right uh like they're, they're performing better right overall it, it seems to be like uh, like seems to be turns out if you give games <laughs> more more hardware power uh they will they will run better to a certain degree right like it's 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 uh it's, well it's, i think i think it also provides another point of that also helps to fight the fact that this won't have any actual first party next gen games that launch right but it's at with the series x and i imagine that these improvements will also scale to the series s right when that comes out that when you buy it on day one you will still get a better experience even with your existing library than things you already own right because this can go back and play games all the way to the original xbox which also helps separate i think too from sony's side where sony's just kind of like yeah some games will run we haven't told you yet but how it's gonna work but yeah there's backwards compat they're being really coy about it whereas microsoft's just like i mean yeah we, we might not have games but like anything that has an unlocked an uncapped frame rate like Sekiro, can run at 60 now um grand theft auto 4 can finally hit 60 frames per second all it took all it took was literally 10 years of processor improvements before that game could hit a stable 60 you know what's actually worse about that right like grand theft auto 4 ran on the 360 with an uncapped frame rate I mean, that game varied from 15 frames to 45. Holy shit. Yeah, that, that game was a performance slog even on PC back then when it came out. Uh, like, it was just not, like, it just Rockstar has improved on their PC versions, but that one was rough, for sure. Like, GTA, GTA 4 was, was rough. Yeah, you also get stuff like, um, you get auto HDR, where they have, they have the ability to retroactively add HDR to older back-compat games and older Xbox One games. 
I yeah, I wonder about like they. It's not for all games, right? Certain games they it's like not enabled, but like certain games, it is like indeed like they. I guess they're like testing these games to see if they look fine with the auto HDR. Uh, it's not the whole backwards compatibility library, right? Like this, there are a lot of titles, but it's not all of them. Uh, so and they're selectively enabling auto HDR on that. So like that's kind of neat. I'm curious to see how that pans out for more and more and more games to see how auto HDR actually looks. Uh, uh, there's the quick resume stuff, right? Uh, which is like a big feature of the of the Series X is the. Uh, Quick resume is basically like you can just switch between. So the game, like the the console, will dump the memory state to the SSD, right? That's what's happening. Like it will dump the SSD, the memory state to SSD, and then you can just quickly switch between games, and it will just load the memory state back from uh, back into RAM, right? Yeah, it's basically like, swap, this, right? <laughs> it's basically it's, just swap it's, for it's, game it's, it's pretty clever. Like I, I'll give it. It's it's, it's a clever idea. Like I, I, and able, from the implementation on some of the games that they that that. that like not a lot of games really like it really works mostly for like single player games right uh obviously yeah uh, but if it's like a shooter you're obviously going to be told right you have like a network connection area when you try and put it back into ram exactly 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 so it's like for single player games it seems to work mostly like pretty well uh i, I i'll wait for the feature like the the actual like launch release to see like uh if it's like you know like like more games support it and whatnot. Like, I imagine a lot of games don't really like work with it quite well. Like, it'll be a little jank. But, uh, but I'm, I'm I like, that's a very nice feature to have. Like, that's that's like a feature that not even PC gamers can talk about having. Like, you know, uh, it's just not really a feature that exists outside of a controlled console space. So, I guess like, in theory, uh, that could be possible on PC, right? Given, I think you'd have to have like an NVMe drive. Like, if you had an NVMe, well, actually, no, it is. So, so. Finally, finally, bring out the bingo cards. I can talk about obscure Windows features. So, do you, you remember? <laughs> no, not direct storage. You know how like there's a separate page file for UWP apps on Windows 10. I am, I am taking a shot in the dark, but I think I would land on the dartboard that this is related to that, right? In terms of the technical details, because UWP apps will be loaded out of memory into that cache when you minimize them. They do not stay in memory, right? That's how, like, it's that's how the application lifecycle is more performant there, right? But there's there are not a lot. There, I mean, yeah, there are increasingly more and more UWP games, but uh, you know, that'd be interesting to see if something like that could actually happen. I don't think most people on PC expect it to happen. It's not a feature that PC gamers, well, you really... know, uh, PC gamers just brute force it by getting another PC to run two games at once. Or or what do you what do you call it? what do you what do you all call it SLI graphics or something like that when you got like two graphics daisy chained. Uh, if you have two, SLI is, is NVIDIA's, uh, dual, dual graphics, sh- uh, like if you have two GPUs in one machine, uh, sort of tech, which, uh, which is not a lot, like, geez, SLI used to be popular, it's not really anymore. Uh, but yes, uh, this, I mean, I, like the, there's the, the hardware looks, it's big. It's a big boy. It's a big, tall monolith. It's just a big, tall bottle like that's it's gonna look it looks kind of awkward like sitting on its side to be honest uh a little, a little awkward uh but it's not, not not terrible but but you know what i'm happy to hear though they're like yeah because it has big fans in it they don't spin as fast which means it's kind of silent right it has because it, it, the fans are the size of the box right because it's like how it's been stacked so that means that this doesn't have to spin as hard, right? Because, you know, obviously bigger fan blades, lower RPMs, more air kits can be pulled through without making much noise. Higher RPMs usually where you get like noise and, and all of that. And so I'm excited to see that this won't be noisy because the Xbox One X sometimes, especially when you're playing Modern Warfare, sound, I mean, it's not as bad as a PS3. PS3, PS3 sounds like it's, it's like grabbing on for dear life. <laughs> it's going to take off. Yeah, it's it's bad. It's, it's going to take, it's like a jet engine. It's bad. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, like, that's the thing. Like, if, if it's, if, like, the fan design of, like, if it's, like, if it's quiet, I feel like that's a, that's a bigger advantage than, like, if, if the size is awkward, but you know, people can make that work, but it's, it's like, if it's, if it makes more sound, that's not really something you can fix easily. So, uh, so that, that, that's, that's cool. Uh, we, I, I mean, this is like, we're like, we're still a month out from these coming out to people, like people having these in their hands, right? I am looking forward to seeing what would happen. Like, I'm curious to see what pe- people, like, what the hardware reviews are going to be like for the PS5 and for this as well. Uh, so, backwards compatibility for, like, is a big, big deal, uh, for a lot of people. Uh, 
but that, that's that's nice to have. Um, I think that's it. I don't think there's anything else. We should. I think we can wrap up uh, this this week. Uh, we had we 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 had a good 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 episode. I feel like good range of stuff to talk about. Uh, we dunk on people on Reddit as as uh, is I think it's a new tradition. Uh, as always, uh, the show notes are on twoshadesofbrown.com. Email address for contact is contact at twoshadesofbrown.com. Feel free to send us feedback if you I don't know if you if you're really into five G or something I don't know I don't think that's our audience but you know maybe you're like a cellular radio nerd or whatever like you know hit us up if you if you live a lifestyle of five of eight K plus five G plus AI please add us. <laughs> if, if, if you live that if you live that if you live that if you live that lifestyle you know let us know uh, what do you like people what do people think about the new pixels like is anybody in our audience uh, interested in, in the new pixel phones you know let us know what do you think uh, you can find me on Mastodon at packetcat at 10 dot social feel free to talk to me about uh, about phones about uh, Hades about Crusader Kings 3 uh, and just where do people people find you on on the on the world wide web Please watch the new season of Love Live. It's actually really good. It is only streaming on Funimation right now, and I know their web player is pretty bad. But trust me, uh, support su- support these girls, even though they are from the free-to-play mobile game. Which, mind you, I didn't get to say, but the Pixel 5 totally passed the L-L-I-S-A-F-D-T test. Yeah, that that test. It, it can totally run it at 90 hertz. Um, anyways, at Chosefine at Twitter.xyz, Chosefine.website. All right. Uh, and with that, goodbye. Bye. Today in cringy, cringy post on the Stadio subreddit. Oh, my God. Girlfriend's out with some friends, so I get some spare time at Laura. A photo of a man holding a Stadia controller and Laura from, from Tomb Raider on the monitor. <laughs> I, 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 I mean, all right, go you to you, I guess. Oh my god, this is staying in the show because I was recording when I said that. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. Don't, don't want to kink shame, right? I, l- hold on, listen, listen. <laughs> listen. Since since I since I will probably put this somewhere in the final episode. We do not kink shame over here. Listen, if you want a virtual waifu, as long as everyone in the room is a consenting adult, by all means, do whatever you want. Yeah, do whatever you want. As a as as we'll as we just spoke about or we'll speak about, depending on where I slice this in. Yeah, we don't we don't shame you if you have that active edge. <sighs> all right, uh, we, we should do the now. countdown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, all right. So in three. Two, one.